With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, this is Frank Todaro, otherwise known as Starscream. And you're listening to the GeekCast Radio Network. This is Optimus Prime, and you're listening to all things Transformers. Hello and welcome to All Things Transformers. I'm your host, Steve Megatron. And joining me on this adventure into the Transformers fandom is... I am the Chaos Bringer. <laughs> you sound like, uh, what's that uh, singer? <laughs> it was like... Uh, I don't know, what's that singer? Know, there's, there's a song where uh, it's uh, where he goes... <laughs> It's a rock song. It, I don't know. Oh, it's probably it's probably Kid Rock. No, oh, it's late nineties, early two thousands. Oh. It was like um, it had, uh, it had I, yeah. I think I remember. It's, it's kind of like uh, yeah, a little bit of that kind of country rock, but it's not Kid Rock. It's something else. Like yeah, I don't know. They they played it in Super Troopers. Oh, uh, we'll talk about that later. Yeah. But yeah, it's fine. I'm of course TFG and Mike. And I am here. And he is waiting. No, not anymore. <laughs> so, when I initially got my Transformers the movie 35th anniversary edition, mm-hmm. it was the Steelbook 4K Blu ray yep. set that came with the poster. Mm-hmm. I kept the poster at the time, and I still have the poster. And I sold the Blu-ray, because I didn't have a Blu-ray player at the time, to my buddy Jason Duvall from Toy World Order. I, just out of sheer curiosity, was curious if the poster for the... Because they have two posters. They have one where it's just Rodimus doing his Matrix thing. And then they have one of of everybody from, from the Matt Ferguson DVD cover. So I knew that the poster for the other one was art, but I already had that. So I went on the Shop Factory's website, and I'm like, hmm, I now actually have a Blu-ray player. I would like to have this back. Oh, and yay, I get to get the other poster, too. So now I have two Transformers the Movie posters from Shout Factory. Absolutely amazing. I have the 4K Ultra HD Plus Blu-ray, so I can watch the movie on Blu-ray finally. Nice. And this also ties into the things that I've had since I want to say 2009, 2010. I don't remember. It might be longer than that. But I have been lugging around with me like four different framed, I believe it's either 27 by 30, whatever the standard movie poster, like 24 by 30. I forget what the hell it is. Anyway, there's these giant movie posters. So I have, I say I have four of them and I do. Two of them are from actual 2007 movie. I don't really care for those posters all that much. The other two, though, one of them is one of the original TFTM theatrical posters. The other one is a poster from the show. So I essentially have now, even though the Shout Factory posters are 18 by 24 and the other ones are larger... I essentially can now make my entire apartment Transformers movie posters or Transformers posters in general. So nice that happened. And then GameStop decided to uh, 
released, hence why my intro. I spent $40 on a 10.5-inch Funko Pop of Unicron, and the only reason why I'm even saying this is because... I think I've mentioned this before on the show. The way the license that Funko has from Hasbro to do retro toys is they can do any Funko Pop of the toy design of the character. So the only animation designs, I think, are the Optimus and Megatron with the uh, Energy Axe and Energy Mace. But really, they still look like the, the re- that's the only difference. Instead of having their guns, they have their weapons from that episode, from that part of More Than Meets the Eye. But the rest of it still looks like the 84 Optimus and Megatron. So Unicron here is based off of the HasLab Unicron. Why spend $600 for something that you have to figure out where you're going to put it when I can spend 40 on something and only need to have it be 10 and a half inches tall? <laughs> Not a bad. Nope. Trade off. I, I have no ambition to get that giant Unicron. I want to hear from people. I seriously, I really want to hear from people. Like, where do you put it? That, yes. Anyone that... Back to the HasLab Unicron, the actual, like, where do you, do you display it in robot mode? Do you display it in planet mode? Do you only have it in one mode? Or are you constantly transforming it and putting it around your house? Seriously, email us, feedback at geekcastradio.com, and let let us know. Because we need to know where you put that $600 piece of plastic. Or more. Oh, God, the aftermarket prices on that thing? It's like 1500 I've seen some people say 2000 but yeah, essentially, yeah. And I haven't, like, I haven't even opened the box yet, but this is the biggest Funko box that they have ever done, I believe. And the funny thing is, is that the 10.5-inch Unicron is a half inch more than my... I don't buy a lot of the bigger Funko Pops. I don't buy the Jumbos. I really don't. I have two. Out of the almost 200 Funko Pops I have, I have two of the Jumbos. I have Unicron, and I have Soundwave. Soundwave is a 10-inch Funko Pop, because his tape deck opens, you can put the cassettes in there, yada yada. Unicron is a half inch bigger. Why? Why did he have to be ten and a half inches? I I don't know. I don't care. I like having the stuff. It's fine. Whatever. But, oh my god. What have you gotten recently? What haven't I gotten? <laughs> Good thing your wife doesn't listen to this show. Mm-hmm. So, Transmetal Megatron Masterpiece. Yes. He is still smaller than the dragon masterpiece that I once had. Wow. But he's smaller and he doesn't take up as much real estate because the wings, like honestly, the other one, there was nothing wrong with it except for the fact that the wings couldn't fit in the cabinet and created the issue. It wasn't the figure itself. (laughs) I would almost argue this one's pretty close in size, Mm -hmm. but it's pretty spectacular. And it comes, I have not transformed it yet just because I've enjoyed looking at it in robot mode because it's so perfect. (laughs) (laughs) Like I I had, I had the original figure and it was all, I glued it together like no other because the thing was, it shattered when I tried to repair it. It was, I got it for like 10 bucks and I was aware it was broken. I just, I repainted it and painted over the glue uh, gave it to my son after I got this one. Um, but the, the fingers are articulated, the, the arms, the shoulders, the face, like you can pop off the face and change it out. Like the beast mode stays the same, but the, the robot mode, you, you have three different faces. You have the yes, you have the, the, the grimace that's angry. And then you have one with like the, the kind of scowl mm-hmm. and, He's got, you can change out the fingers on it to the ones that shoot Silverbolt incoming a few 
part one. Mm-hmm. And uh, the vertical takeoff and landing aspects that, that he uses in beast mode and in robot actually rotate so that you can do that move. Nice. Very cool. Because uh, it's on a ball joint instead of a hinge like it used to be. And the 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 I've I've seen some issues with this. Uh, mine doesn't have it too much. Some of the feet uh, in the packaging got rubbed off. Uh, some of the paint, mm. some worse than others. Mine was just a, a slight scuff, and it's because it's it's rubbing on the plastic and the you know shipping. So it's it's kind of unavoidable. Mm-hmm. Uh, some people have mistransformed him partially and snapped parts of it just because they didn't do it in the proper order. Uh, he has an energy blast that comes like a, a blast effect, but it's got a, it's got a magnet in it. And so when you use that magnet on his head, it lights up. Oh, wow. Which I was able to take the Epic picture that I sent you the other day. Mm-hmm. And I, I just took it from inside the cabinet. I didn't move them. I didn't take them out. I just turned, turned on the lights and, I didn't turn on flash and I took the shot and it looked almost, if you wouldn't have seen the cabinet, it looked like it came from the show. Wow. I was going to say, how'd you get his eyes to light up? Yeah, it actually lights up. Oh, okay. There's an led in there. Uh, however, when I got it, it was dead on arrival. The battery. Yeah. You've seen. Okay. So I had to, so I had to get, I had to figure out how to get it out. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, because they stick. So what they do to make sure that it doesn't slide around in there. Cause it, they keep it purposefully loose ish like it's tight but it's loose so that you can get it out they put like a little piece of like almost silly putty on the back of the led light portable piece to hold it in place in the head so it doesn't move around and then you use this magnet on the top of the head and it um it lights it up and then if you do it a second time it blinks like his eyes flash oh nice that's cool uh and it does the same in beast mode. It's a different battery compartment, so I'm assuming that one's going to be dead too when I transform it. Uh, but I have like a five pack of batteries. I'll be able to fix it. I'm thinking it's the same battery that's with Optimal because my Optimal never lit up. Mm. And his his blaster, like his chest piece, is supposed to light up. His head doesn't light up, right? Uh, but the chest piece does, and so I I think that's dead too. Uh, same issue, but it's it's a relatively easy fix cheap but i so the having the golden disc pterosaur i put the golden disc in his hand so he's holding on to it very cool and it just looks epic i there's there's a couple of gripes with it that people have had and i've i've noticed it too there's a little bit of a discoloration on the head like it's all a solid like the the helmet is a solid color yeah and there's like there's variants in like around the eyes where there's like this gunmetal like graphite metallic. Yeah. That's that's kind of there. And then like the eyes, it's missing the iris in the middle. And there's uh the other gripe is is that he has two tails. Ugh. One for robot, one for beast. And the one for robot is smaller and it's got a hinge system that you fold his his hand. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of in on itself so that it can so like his his wrist is kind of folded horizontally instead even with the rest of his hand so it fits in in the the piece and it clicks into his wrist and holds on and it's uh, the tail is very much like the original in the in all intents and purposes but the 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 bigger tail only connects in beast mode yeah and look i am uh, so everyone always talks about how fragile the original toys are. Especially that one. I mean, it's been, what, 22 years or 21 years now, whatever it is. Like, seriously, I am. I don't see why that would be a gripe. They're giving you a tail for robot mode, hence why it's smaller, to act as the gun that he used to use. For, you know, And then they're giving you the bigger tail for when you do want to put him in beast mode, so the bigger tail doesn't end up getting screwed up. Well, and some, some people are, are arguing it's like parts forming. The funny thing about it is is if it, it's still parts forming because you have to attach it to that little clip that sits on his waist. Yeah. And whereas like even in the like in the program... 
the, in the show, it does the same thing. Like it's still parts forming no matter what way you go about it, because unless he holds onto it with his wrist, mm-hmm. there's no, there's no way around it. Uh, some people have created a 3d print replacement, uh, grip piece for the bigger piece. Yeah. Uh, so that you can just use that one 100% of the time. Yeah. And not need the other tail. But what I like about the bigger tail is I can store the additional faces in it. <laughs> there's literally a slot in there. Even when it's like transformed, there's a spot where the additional faces plug in inside the tail, the base of it. And cause it goes in deep enough. And then there's a spot for the extra fingers for his dinosaur, uh, beast mode hands. That's cool. Where you swap them out so that they're, you know, the straight so that he can blast effect shoot out of them. And, the other the other version is like the ones that twitch because those those are on a ball joint too. So I mean you can lock them in in the other tail. So that's what I've got them doing currently, just because he's in robot and I have no intention on modifying it at all yet. Yeah. And then, uh, so that's that's kind of my my grail, I would say, of my Beast Wars figures of any Transformer or toy figure because that was obviously my favorite and. So I mean I have I have primal and transmetal primal and optimal. And what's funny is this Megatron is taller than optimal <laughs> <laughs> by an entire inch. And so it's kind of sad as far as the scaling. A lot of people were mad about optimal scaling. I don't really care. Uh I hope that the dragon is in scale with optimal and not with the show. Because if it's with the show, he's like 13 inches tall. Yeah. Instead of like the one I did have. Yeah. Um, there is also Cheetor. Mm. I have Masterpiece Knockoff. Cool. And it's very nice. Uh, uh, the The spots are a little grainy because you can tell they're kind of computer-generated imprints. Yeah. It's less... It's It's... It's more blurred, which looks fine from a distance unless you're like right up to it eye to eye. Like you're not going to notice. Um, and it comes with three faces and three beast mode heads that you can change out. Oh, very cool. Uh, he's got his tail gun. He's got his other, his gut gun. They fold up nicely. Uh, he transforms really well. He's got the shoulder communicator for robot and beast that he used in the episode. Um, I forget what it's called. It's the one with the Energon Storm. Oh, yeah. It's the one where you transported. Yeah, uh, other visits or nope. other voices, it's one of those. No, it's not that. Uh, it's before the web. Really? Yeah, yeah it's bef- it's after Beast Wars Part 2. It might be it might well, even be after the web, but it's... The, yeah, it would have to be after the web, because the web was Season 1, Episode 3. Yeah, this is, this is like Episode 4. It's before the oh. probe. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where he, I know where he uh, transports over the Energon beacons. Yes, yes. The relay station. So, uh, so anyways, he's got that. It was super easy to get into robot mode. Cool. Because I did it without the instructions. Now beast mode. I may need them. <laughs> <laughs> but it does have a faux head for the uh, the the chest. Like the real beast head folds in underneath the fake chest. Equal measures while placing communication yes. yep. relay. Yep. yep. Okay. Yeah. Yep. That one. And uh, so, anyways, it scales well. It looks nice. He's a tad bit taller than Kingdom Dinobot and Tigertron, but not by much. So, scale wise, he's off, but. I gave my son my 10th anniversary version. Right. Right. Cause he's like, go. he's, he's like, I like the cats and beast wars. And I was like, all right, he's yours. There you go. <laughs> so, so yeah, that's, that's what I've got. But, uh, mostly just waiting on some of the wave two, three and four of legacy. Yes. And we will be talking about that right after this. 
Discover a world of vintage and modern toys that's more than meets the eye with the Triple Takeover Toycast. Hosted by toy writers and photographers Toybox Soapbox, 6.0 and TF Square One, this informal and chilled out series of discussions cover everything from vintage Transformers to Mask, Diaclone, Microman and more, be it nostalgic or current. Whether you're a seasoned collector or a casual robot enthusiast, all are welcome. Triple Takeover Toycast. And now, the news. Do not touch that dial. Well, you heard the bot, folks. It's time to talk about the news. And first up, we've got in-hand images of Legacy Leader Class Transmittal 2 Megatron. Yep. I still you go hate first, the f- and then I'll... I, 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 I still hate the face. I still hate the face. Well, you know what the... I, I figured this out pretty quickly mm-hmm. looking at it because obviously... I'm a Beast Wars Megatron aficionado. Yes. So looking at the face, it's Gigatron yep. from Robots in Disguise 2001 or Car Robots. Yep. It's the same face, like literally yeah. underneath that helmet, the sides of the helmet and the face are from that Megatron. Yeah. And it's been a pretty good gripe. I mean, so some of what the designer said is the mouth actually was Mm -hmm. supposed to have regular teeth doing the grimace of the original toy. Okay. But what happened is the factory screwed it up. Okay. And they attempted to fix it. And that's why he's got the sharp pointy teeth. Okay. Uh, The other thing is, is the, uh, the little mandible things that are kind of on the top and the bottom of his helmet, Mm -hmm. like or the middle around his cheekbone and the chin. The little mm-hmm. mandible things that was on the original Megatron, uh, Transmetal and Transmetal Two, the the yellowy gold part that's between those mandibles, that matches the Car Robots Gigatron as well as the original Beast Wars Transmetal Two Megatron toy. Okay, and so they kind of mix, mixed a little bit of the show with a little bit of the action original action figure. To create this figure, I'm still a little puzzled why the face is silver and not gray. Like, because it's like kind of an off gray. Like, they take the black, yeah. the blackish purple look that he had as a transmetal and knocked it to like a subdued grayish purple, more gray. But wait, wasn't his face maroon when he turned dragon? No, nope. was it? Okay, it, it's been a while. Okay, fine. Yeah. I'll have to go back and watch that episode again, but that's fine. That's neither here nor there. If I was into, like, still getting the full figures and transforming and whatever, the only reason why I would get this figure is the second-to-last image, which is image 8, according to this article on here on TFW2005.com. It is the image where he is standing over Primal with the fire effect coming out of his... I love that. That's the only, if I was to have this toy, that's the only way I would display him is in fire breathing dragon mode. Yeah, I, so you've, you've made your piece about the figure. Mm -hmm. So for me, you know, kind of looking at the original toy, looking at uh, the show, if you're wanting a spectacular show quality transmittal to Megatron, the winged dragon uh, third-party figure is probably the best you'll ever get. Just hands down. And yes, I did have it at one point, but the sucker was huge. If if the scaling was down by like two to three inches, like basically in matched with the Optimal Optimus trans, trans art figure, right? I would have kept it. But it's so stinking big. That again, I think they were going for the show accuracy of it all because if you 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 know this you you're what the third party figure yeah and 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 I get it like they were going for the more of the show accuracy the the scale and everything else what I you know so this this figure is a double edged sword for me one I don't have a dragon Megatron <laughs> two he's very affordable in his current state three. It doesn't look terrible. There's some paint apps that I disagree with, some decisions in the transformation, and some mostly it's the face for me. 
like the, mm-hmm. the, ro- the robot mode face drives me bonkers. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what I will say is the robot mode does look pretty stinking close to the, the animation model. Yeah. As far as design, as far as colors, it does not. And the, the CG model that they showed uh, originally for this on the Instagram page of, of Sam Smith looks much better than the toy. I'll, I'll give it that. Like the, the shading is better. The, uh, even the, even the robot mode face doesn't look as jarring just because the teeth. Yeah. What I noticed is the, just from those photos alone of the, like the test fo- photos that they used for the the reveal look way worse than the ones that Sam Smith posted with the optimal Optimus figure. Wow. Uh, so, so for instance, the, the images that they showed the, the red is more of a metallic red high gloss, like dark, deep red. And it looks spectacular on the figure. And then the wings have more of a translucent uh, yellow instead of, or, or gold instead of the kind of yellowy plastic that they are. And the revealed photo. So, I mean, I, th- I think if they would have just darkened the red. Yeah. I think it would have made it pop a lot more than it does. Uh, the other thing is, is like the, uh, the little knee poker things or the, the, the toes or the, the beast mode hands they have like the beast mode hands are just terrible. Yeah. Like I love how it, how it locks in and be in robot mode. Yep. They're not, they just look stupid in beast mode. Like he's, he's got three fingers, like, yeah, but it's more of a thumb and two fingers. Like, yeah, even on the original toy, it was designed better. The other thing is, is the beast mode, uh, the way that the, the arm connects to the, the torso. Mm -hmm. uh, There's, there's a couple of little, little gripes with that. Now it was the original figure. Perfect. No, but I did feel the original transformation was a lot cleaner and elegant mm. when it transformed. Whereas this arm, like a lot of what people are complaining about is it's very narrow. It's very, there's no bulk to it. So it right. looks kind of like scraggly instead of, a, you know, kind of mean and menacing in beast mode. The other thing is, is where the shoulder. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved. We are gathered here today to, has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Is on that arm where it connects. It should be touching the torso. And it's not like the first nub of the of the neck kind of transformation on it is showing. Yep. And the shoulder is up like a notch instead of down touching it like flush with it and I a lot I've seen a lot of grapes about that. I've seen a lot of grapes that when it's transformed in beast mode there's this opening around the beast mode arms <laughs> that like you can clearly see like a big opening it's like a box. Like there's no like there's a like they didn't print an extra piece of plastic to cover that hole. Right. And so I've seen a lot of gripes about that too. So my, my general consensus is, is that there's going to be a third party company, <laughs> which that's kind of typical with anything Hasbro comes out with now. True. Is there, there Hasbro seems to be fine as long as they're doing third party stuff that's adding onto their toy. They don't care if they, you know, cause they're not knocking it off. <laughs> they're just making it better. Right. But they're counting on these companies to do it for them because they're like, eh, it's good enough. And so part of, I love the articulation. I love the capabilities of this. I love the height, the height of it, uh, because it does scale well with their power. The primes optimal. It's, it's still like two heads shorter (laughs) than, than their optimal that they came out with years ago. Uh, but it does scale pretty decently well with it that it's realistic to the the animation where he's 
where he's battling him at, in the, in the nemesis. I love the blast effect. I love the, the better pictures that Sam Smith was able to post with the optimal next to his swimming pool, <laughs> uh, where he's got Megatron fighting in the backyard. And, yeah. That's hilarious. Uh, all the explosions. I, I still think that he's a little gangly in, in beast mode, but, uh, it's not terrible. It, it could have been a lot worse. The, the robot mode is, is still really good. Uh, other than the head for me. So uh, obviously when they come out with a third party company, as soon as one of them gets their hands on this figure, it's they're going to be all over the place. Like probably DNA's designs probably end up modifying this. My guess is there will, there will be a third party face replacement to match the animation model. Mm-hmm. That'll be, that'll be key. Number one that I'm going to assume key. Number two, there might be wing replacements to look more in line with the show. Yeah, is what I'm guessing. And then kind of key number three is I'm thinking there might be some things to bulk up. Like maybe even a, a, a like a dragon head replacement or something or arm replacement or something to bulk up or fill in the gaps on the on the chest and beast mode. So I'm thinking there might be some add ons like that that actually stay on the figure that you'll be able to use and. So I'm waiting to see what comes out of that. The other thing is, is I'm going to repaint this sucker. <laughs> like just in all honesty, seeing the, seeing the production uh, part of it. Cause they said that it's higher scale than even their Titan class or their masterpiece figures that they scaled this down from, which is kind of disappointing that it's lacking yeah. on some of the colors and some yeah. of the, in the face is kind of like they intentionally did what they did with the face. And uh, so like for me, the, the toes and the little, the little nail things on his knees uh, below the purple part, they're supposed to be black. Like there's no gold on that. (laughs) God. Yeah. From the, from the show, the tips of the, of the wings at the very top are supposed to be gold. The wings are supposed to be gold. The, uh, the beast hands that are on his chest are supposed to be gold, but the only way to do that, in a different way is to not, you're going to have like gold hands in beast mode. Uh, yeah. Uh, as well. Cause there's no way around it. Uh, and then like the, the red on it, I felt like should have been a lot deeper. Yeah. It's like, it's, 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 it's too, it, and don't get me wrong. It's looking at the, the toy production shots, not, not the CG model. Mm-hmm. It is the same exact color as the original figure. Yeah. Because I had that and I realized that, but I, I guess for the, for what it is, I would expect, I don't know, just richer colorations, I guess. Like, I mean, they did great on the, the gold coloring on the toes and the, the beast fingers and on the, the part around his cowl. Yeah. They really did like the gold looks, it's it's obviously gold paint. It's not shiny and reflective like trans. Yeah, yeah. Stuff, but it yeah. but it is reminiscent, and it is you know they they did do it right. Yeah. So I mean, I'm not knocking that. I I do like the figure. I think it's really awesome, and it will go nicely with the Transart Optimal Optimus because he's going to be bigger than the Kingdom Megatron, but not by much. And so he'll he'll I think he'll scale pretty nicely still with the Transart Optimal Optimus masterpiece. Um, it's just, I think I'm going to have to take it apart and use some kind of like a metallic spray paint to get it proper. Well, that's fine. I mean, you, yeah, I mean, you, you, hello, you can do that now. You've been doing that for a while now with your customizations. All right, folks, as for the rest of the reveals, other than Beast Wars, Megatron, Dragon, we had... Are these the same images or are these new images of Inferno? Because I've seen Inferno now every episode we've talked like I think it's I think they finally have newer newer okay. images. These are more of the production final production shots of of him. Oh, okay, good. Um I feel like, I like you've it. seen them, but Yeah. Not to this extent, but they did reveal that he does have all four propellers. Mhm. 
for his rocket part yep. of his rear, which yep. people were a little concerned with because the original reveal, they didn't show. Only showed three. It only yes. shows three, and because his legs actually fold up into it in beast mode, mm-hmm. uh, which is partly why that you don't see it, but it also folds up differently a little bit. And that's why his rocket part is on his back in beast mode rather than in in the back. However, it does attach for his propeller rocket launch uh, so that he can have it in robot mode and fly. However, it is the same as his weapon. <laughs> so, <laughs> so what I'm assuming is going to happen is that again, another third party, just like they've done with like terror star with his guns or his shoulder mm-hmm. cannons, there'll be a proper inferno flamethrower. Right. Yeah. For robot mode. And then this can actually stay in his butt propeller. <laughs> And the colorations on this are great. The head sculpting is perfect, like masterpiece quality. Yes, some of the uh, ant mode are more realistic to a real ant than some would like, but I'm fine with it because the the robot mode looks epic and looks just like the show. Yeah. Or good enough to be. So it's what I tell my kids. I tell them that these modern toys that are coming out, uh, that look very close to the show model. I, I tell them that they're the poor man's masterpiece. <laughs> right. Yeah. Cause that's what they are. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny because until they showed that fourth propeller and what, what is capable on this. And I guess they changed a lot of the production shots show Inferno's ant eyes being black on the uh-huh. chest. And they changed yeah. it to the blue, that, that dark bluish hue that was on the original. Mm-hmm. as well as like the, the show. So it's not like kind of dead black eyes that are on it. <laughs> yeah. Heaven forbid we get a, get a Funko pop Inferno. Actually, you know what? I'd kind of dig that anyway. <laughs> yeah. It'd be kind of cool, but yeah. So I mean, I'm super excited for that one uh, yep. as well as uh, many of the others that have kind of shown up. I mean, I, I love the core core class ratchet. Mm-hmm. Yep. Very good figure for, for a ten dollar figure. Uh I really, really like the iron hide. So much show accuracy. Finally, thank God. Well, it's funny too because uh somebody was complaining online, they're like, he doesn't have the yellow stripe. And it's like, okay, yeah, and, and so like somebody was like, Yeah, they're like, he didn't have it in the movie, and I says, Yeah, he did. I took a screenshot. Yeah. And I, said, and I said, but ultimately that'll be a toy hacks. Yeah, I mean, it's, look, some some of the details like I can overlook some details. Like if it's like an aesthetic, like it's a sticker or it's a specific color that's missing, yeah, I'm going to more than likely repaint or use a toy hacks. But yeah. It, it's when you botch the entire face that it makes it hard. <laughs> true, uh, very true. But but yeah, I mean, for the for the most part, like I mean, this iron hide, like people that have the Earthrise one and the other ones, mm-hmm. they're like Oh, I'm so trading this in for this one. <laughs> yep, exactly. Yeah. They're like, I'm this... dumping that for this one. Yeah. No problem. And then Absolutely. people are really loving the Armada Starscream. Yeah, that Armada Starscream is looking pretty fancy. He does. Uh, the three that we're probably not going to spend a heck of a lot of time on is Crosshairs, The Fallen, and Hot Rod. Now, I have, these are all from the movie, from the live action movie. Yep. I have seen Proto Man's. Transformers Slag podcast video talking about The Fallen, and he said on there that this is probably the last The Fallen figure we will ever get, because they have only, I think, I believe he said it, that they only ever released one at the time when that movie was out. And this looks good. It looks all right. Hot Rod, I prefer the car over the actual robot mode. Crosshairs, I have no opinion because I just don't care. Enter the dragon. By the Matrix. So yeah, we've already talked at length about Dragon Megatron. But beware, the dragon's wrath. There's Skullgrin, there's a few other people, and then there is Rumble, parentheses, blue. Which means mm-hmm. we're going to get a purple or a red. Well, I mean, he kind of is purple. I mean, they designate him as blue, but if you look at that image, he essentially, for the most part, on his chest, looks just like the cartoon. And I always go with 
Rumble is purple, Frenzy is black, that is just me, which is going to roll us into the next story where uh, Evan Green, I'm sorry, no, edit, where Evan Brooks, I don't know where the hell I got green from, but Evan Brooks uh, has taken to his Instagram, this was after the, the stream, I believe, yeah, this was the 17th. Uh, he says, hi, everyone. Thanks for joining us as we revealed a bunch of the upcoming Transformers stuff. I saw some questions popping in various places, and I'm going to do what I can to answer. I'm going to start with SS Core Rumble Blue, the infinite Transformer debate on what color this character is supposed to be. Ha ha ha. Since this is Studio Series, we followed the colors he had in the 86 movie. So he was purple. This will be quicker post and blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, and it shows some pictures that he had posted on on his Instagram of what Rumble Blue is going to look like next to Frenzy Black. And they look damn good together. Really? So they look damn good together, don't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that is Rumble Blue. Next up for me is from 3-0 MDLX. Megatron. No one does that to me and continues to function. Full upcoming images of MDLX Megatron figure. Optimus will come in at seven inches tall and have 45 points of articulation and feature die cast combined with. Uh, okay, so I'm trying to see here if there's something specific about Megatron. Supreme Leader of the Decepticons, uh, new series of figures. Yeah, so I'm looking at this, and while I like this, I think his face is too cheery. Well, the head sculpt is kind of weird. Yeah. I do like the rest of it, though. Yeah. Because it's just kind of a more of a rounded, more, I don't know, it kind of gives it that movie-style look. Mm Mm-hmm. Of what he might have looked like. Yeah. I, I do I really do like the design and the concept. Yeah. I just don't like the head. Yeah. I think the best image we have on the head is that first image where he where it's got the Transformers MDLX Megatron text and it's got him with his hand out his his hand to it. Like I think that's the best look on the face. Mm-hmm. I love the poses. I I just love them. I do love these figures. I think they are really, really cool. So, yay, three zero. I wonder how much that is. I will let you know at the end of the show, probably. <laughs> Next up, we're going to move away from the toys. We're going to get into the comics because right before the Hasbro stream on the 16th on the 14th Hasbro spoke out about the future of Transformers and G.I. Joe comic book license breaking the silence Hasbro VP of global publishing Michael Kelly spoke to nerd reactor whoever they are don't know not clicking on that link not yet anyway Uh, on the new license for G.I. Joe and Transformers comic books. This is what he confirmed, is that IDW will indeed lose the rights by the end of the year this year in 2022. However, he declined to divulge the name of the new license holder. Actually, we're in a bit of transition at the moment, is what he is saying here, as you might have heard. So we've been with IDW on the comic book front with Transformers and G.I. Joe that's going to be ending at the end of this year. We're not ready yet to announce who our partner is, but we've already begun some creative discussions. Uh, Both brands will step into a new direction after the transition regarding creative decision-making from Hasbro's side. He says, in some regards, we will do adaptations of TV or movies, obviously, But a lot of what we're doing is actually original storytelling, he explained. As far as toys are concerned, we at times will try to incorporate some of the artistic designs of toys, but it is important to us that the integrity of the storytelling always be what's driving the narrative. So we will never just going to say, oh, well, you know, Hasbro is releasing a new toy, so we'll put it in this comic, like an advertisement. We don't do that, he said. 
Mm-hmm. Sure you don't. Uh, he also mentions that tie-in comics with the new animated series Transformers Earthspark will also take place. When it comes to the kids' properties, we tend to try and use the main characters that fans are familiar with. If there's anything that we would do, we would focus more on the heroism or the adventure of it, less on the violent side. So we really want to craft that message so that kids are reading the stories that they're ready for and that their parents are going to be happy that they are reading as well. What is it? What is what it is about is just making sure that it is accessible. So certainly, you know, Bumblebee would be a character that we would focus on for a younger audience because he's everybody's best friend and it tends to resonate well with kids. If we do bring in Decepticons like Starscream and Megatron, we might play them a little bit more sort of over the top. Not humorous necessarily, but scary. I'm not a parent, so I can't speak to this, but as someone who grew up reading all kinds of stuff, I like what he says about... I do too. I read read Nightfall. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Okay. As a kid, that was probably poor choice. Mm -hmm. terrifying yes very terrifying uh so yeah i could have used more over the top like the batman animated series comics yep where it was just you know they're bad but and they're they're scary but not in a terrible way yes so yeah i mean i I can relate to that i i like that concept yeah Uh, absolutely yeah so and then the oh go ahead what are you gonna say i was gonna say I, i i i have my my wonder of who is getting the license. I, I do too. I I have some theories. I don't want to theorize because I want to be. I don't necessarily want to be surprised about it because obviously we're going to find out whenever they make the announcement. But I'm wondering if Marvel's getting it back. I I don't know. I honestly hope that it's not Marvel. Me too. I think the only reason why it would not be Marvel is because Marvel isn't Marvel. Okay, they're Marvel, but they're Disney Marvel now. Like, that's the thing. Like, does Hasbro want to get in bed with Disney when they're getting in bed with Nickelodeon on the... See? Yeah, that's true, too. Uh, I wonder if they would be kind of interesting if they went to DC. (laughs) That's what I've been saying. I have been... Only because of sheer irony. Like... I wouldn't mind if it went to Boom Studios. Boom Studios does a lot of great stuff. I well, mean, the other the other thing is is it could go to Marvel just because Marvel does the Star Wars comics, but Hasbro makes the Star Wars toys. True, but again, this is like you are well, it, yeah, it's media, but you've already announced a new animated series on a rival network. To what you got to remember, Marvel, even though they are still you know, sort of by them. They're not by themselves, but they are a underling of Disney now. I don't think it'll go to DC though. The way that discovery is uh, (laughs) shuttering everything that has. So I I don't think that they'll get in bed in that, that scenario. And look, there, there could very well be boom because yeah, there are plenty of others. Well, boom does power Rangers. Yep. Nickelodeon owns power Rangers. Yep. I think it's going to be boom. I think so, too. I only, like I've said, I am only saying the DC thing out of sheer irony and stupidity because Marvel had it years ago. Mm -hmm. That's the, like, I do not expect that to go to DC Comics at all. Well, sometimes Star Trek jumped around, too. Star Trek went to, started out Marvel. Yep. Or not Marvel, DC. Yep. Went went to Paramount, went to Marvel. Yep. Went to another publisher, it's currently at IDW. And then they went to IDW. Yeah. Yeah. So it's going to be very interesting to see what happens and to see who they finally announce their partner to be. So, and the and last. I saw, Don, I saw Don Figueroa on Twitter posting some uh, rejected or some canceled Beast Wars comic clips. Oh, wow. From Dreamwave. Oh, interesting. That never made it to the light of day because the company went bankrupt. Yep. And he was one of their, you know, their big artists too. And, uh, so he had some, some other issues. Like they were, they were at the cusp of prime getting ripped a new one and 
Rod, he was going to have Rodimus take over, you know, in the comic or something. <laughs> and Prime was going to be in a uh, rejuvenation tank being restored. And uh, interesting. Yeah. So, I mean, it was kind of it was kind of interesting the direction they were going. I just I wish that Dreamwave would have got more time because I did like the storytelling and I did like the visuals that were presented. Yeah. Uh, but I was really looking forward to the Beast Wars stuff that they did. But I'm hoping the next whoever gets it does another run in with Beast Wars. Yeah, absolutely. And lastly tonight for the news, I saved this one because it was on the end of the panel, but wanted to take some extra time because this has never happened before. The Royal Mail Service over there in England and Europe and all that, they are doing Transformers stamps and other things now. And wow, these are amazing. (laughs) These are so cool. So very, very fun. And they're based off the old comics. Yep. Because I had them. Yep, they're based off the old comics. And yeah, and it, it's so very cool that they're doing this. Uh, you can get a, you can get all kinds of various things with these characters. And I love the, the collector's sticker sheet because I'm actually on the Royal Mail website looking at these. I'm not on TFW anymore. Uh, the Royal or the uh, the collector's sheet is Optim- G1 Optimus and Megatron with the classic G1 logo with the stamps in the with the stamp designs in the middle. So very very cool. Absolutely love that. And I just think it's a fun idea. It's it's been forty almost forty years in the making kind of thing. Because if you think about it, there have been stamps for everything. Other than, tra- I don't remember the last time Transformers had stamps. If they ever did. Couldn't tell you. Yeah. So that, that is what's, uh, what's going on in the news, Megatron. You got anything else you want to bring up? Anything else we missed? Anything else you want to discuss? Uh, not to my knowledge, uh, other than the fact that, uh, Transformers Rise of the Beast Smash Changer Optimus Prime was nominated for the Toy of the Year Award for 2022. My eyes just rolled so hard in the back of my head, it was audible across the room. Well, let's put it this way. Nobody's ever seen it (laughs) in public. And TFW, somebody says, because Hasbro thought a simple to make engineer toy that that's bulky and gimmicky uh, is a sure win for the Christmas shopping parent segment. These these people don't understand Transformers, but they buy Transformers when looking at those Walmart, Target, Toys R Us uh, catalogs that have them and, you know, featured the cover with Toy of the Year word running atop of it. (laughs) Uh, And then somebody else was like, why the heck did they choose this toy? Yeah. And and somebody was like, Menasaur from Legacy would have been a better choice than this toy if they cared about winning it all. And somebody says nominated by Hasbro, maybe. (laughs) Probably. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. And somebody else is like, this thing hasn't even shown up at retail. Why is it already randomly being nominated for toy of the year? That's ridiculous. It's yeah. I'm like, it's not even. uh, Yeah. (laughs) That is just so, so ridiculous. Yeah, it's it's pretty stupid to be honest. I I was kind of rolling my eyes and going, "Why?" Yeah. But somebody else says, "Remember last year when Kingdom uh Tigertron won despite not being widely released and they said it's because he was simply highly anticipated?" Oh, okay. Well, I guess yeah, sure. This figure's not highly anticipated. Nobody's nobody's clamoring for this thing. Yeah. Ah. Uh. All right, so we're going to take a quick break. You're going to hear some ads and some other stuff, and we're going to come back with some listener thing, and uh, we'll close the show out after this. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo, and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, geeks and geekettes. Looking for a podcast that covers a vast array of topics? Then check out Altered Geek Unleashed, where we discuss our thoughts on this week's geeky news, tech, gaming, television shows, movies, cartoons, comics, and more. So, get altered, get geeky with the Altered Geeks, every Friday on the GeekCast Radio Network. Kid? Yes? Shut up. Beyond the Night is the GCRN's latest review podcast. We are covering everything in the Knight Rider television universe. From the classic 80s TV series to the 1991 reunion film, Team Knight Rider, and the 2008 relaunch series as well. So join TFG and Mike and Dion the Music Man as they go in-depth in Beyond the Night only on GeekCast Radio Network. You can find Beyond the Night in iTunes and on www.geekcastradio.com. Yes, Michael. Just keep driving. Do you like retro cartoons? Then Saturday Morning Rewind is the podcast for you. Join them each month as they talk about classic cartoons and interview legendary voice actors like Jim Cummings. I am the terror that flaps in the night. Corey Burton. Rob Paulson. Sure, Blaine, but how are we going to find chaps our size? Nancy Cartwright and many more. Eat my shorts. So grab a bowl of Lucky Charms. The magically delicious. Put on your hammer pants. Go to SaturdayMorningRewind.com. And be prepared to feel like a kid again. Once again, that's SaturdayMorningRewind.com. Saturday Morning Rewind was voted best podcast ever by its host, Tim Nidell. So it's got to be good. What was that universal greeting again? Never mind, I remember. Ba weep, grana. Weep, ninny bong. Hey guys, it's Rodimus Primal, and be sure to check out my YouTube channel. Join me as I have Transformers discussions, retrospectives, toy reviews, and more. You can also follow me on Twitter at Rodimus Primal, as well as Facebook and Instagram at Rodimus Primal Show. Transform and roll out, and be sure to check out my content till all are one. Last big party of the summer, folks. Let's go out with a bang. You are receiving a transmission from The Rod Pod. Upload pending. Stand by for soundtrack transfer. I am Maggie. And I am John. And we are trapped, hurtling through space in a ship shaped like Rodimus's head. The ship, for reasons we haven't been able to determine, contains the entire run of the IDW Transformers Phase 2 comic. Which chronicle the events following the end of the war between the Autobots and Decepticons. So we figure we may as well read them all in order and report our findings to you. Stand by. Stand by. Upload complete now. Rod Pod. Look for us at marriedwcomics.libsyn.com, at iTunes, at Stitcher, or wherever good podcasts can be found. So, uh, all are one. Till all are one. Hello, all sentient beings. Want the latest on everything going on in the Transformers multiverse? Check out the Transmissions Podcast Network. We've got weekly podcasts covering everything from Alpha Trion to Omega Supreme. From old school G1 all the way up to Cyberverse and beyond. And you don't want to miss Empire of Rust, the world's first and only Transformers live play role-playing game podcast. If you love Transformers, there's something for everyone at TransmissionsPodcast.com. 
folks, we are back here on All Things Transformers, and somebody reached out to me on my Facebook page, on the TFG on Mike Facebook page. Brian Carlson is his name, and when he sent me this message the other day, he said, Are you going to BotCon? My first reply was, BotCon died in 2016. <laughs> he says, I'll take that as a no, LOL. And then I said, yeah, no, between life and everything else and all that, I'm not, I have no, so apparently, but I didn't know this apparently yet. Apparently I wasn't paying attention to this. Apparently BotCon is happening in Nashville, Tennessee this year. Is it? Supposedly. I, according to him, according to Brian, um, so, I, you know. don't think, I don't think it's, oh yeah, it is in Nashville, Tennessee, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Next week. Yeah, it's yeah, it's it's in it's in later yeah. So they waited until TFCon had their event and whatever. So I had told them in the message that between everything going on in my life and between how busy you are, there's probably no way either one of us are gonna be there. Finances or not, but just yeah, time. I mean wise, I wouldn't be yeah. just because it's clear across the country and I don't even go visit my own family <laughs> because of plane tickets, so Yes. Yeah, uh, you know, and he goes on and says he's a fu- huge fan of all things Transformers, and that he lives in Nashville. And then it's obviously, you know, he he would have loved to have been able to meet up with us. And I said, perhaps another time. Yeah, don't get me wrong, I would have loved to have gone, especially because uh, I've met Welker mm-hmm. in person. Uh, I, I would have loved to, you know, meet him again. I would have loved to meet Greg Berger, and I've met Bob Budiansky once. Yep. At TF at TFCon. And Yeah. I would have loved to have met David K in person. Yes. In person. Yes. But yeah, I mean it's it and, and plus I like I like mingling with Transformers fans. I find Transformers conventions to be like the we the, the least weird conventions to go hang out and talk to people. Yeah, I mean I, I find I find regular conventions very awkward and kind of like i don't know i just get weirded out by people yeah in general whereas i feel like the two transformers conventions i've gone to have been to one botcon and one one tfcon Mm -hmm. i felt like those were like some of the most down-to-earth like easy conventions to go to yeah, it just depends, man. It really does. It depends on how the convention is. It depends on which convention it is. You know, any convention, all conventions. So, Brian, thank you for reaching out. Thank you for sending me the message. Yes, thank you. Uh, I did ask him if he had any questions or any topic ideas that he would like us to talk about. He did not respond to that part. But, uh, again, Brian, if you do have any ideas for us here on the show, anything you want us to talk about, anything you'd like to ask us, let us know feedback at geekcastradio.com and I think you can close the show out Megatron so yeah uh, hopefully we'll have some reviews and some other content covered in the near future Uh, obviously this show gets a lot more releases than some of the other ones uh, just because there's so much for us to actually talk about and enjoy and I know that I criticize the Transmetal Megatron some hardcore like like the transmittal 2 megatron terribly but it's it's i'm overly critical for you know your favorite character yeah 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 Yeah. so i i have my gripes with like some of the kingdom figures too but overall i've i've enjoyed what they've done with this modern era because the stuff that we had as kids is 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 not if you're going for show accuracy that stuff is not going to work (laughs) yeah you know it's like uh, optimus primal always says okay there's that too but that's not what i was going for (laughs) (laughs) but I've 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 enjoyed this modern era of of Transformers figures, and my kids have as well. Hey, like I said, even though I'm not really collecting the actual action fi- like Funko Pops, even though they only kind of tend to move their head, and that's about it. They're still toys. 
I love the new Jada Toys uh, nano metal figs. Still haven't decided whether I'm opening that or not yet, because the only fear behind opening it is not where am I going to display these, it's how am I going to get these back in the box after the fact. So I still haven't opened my Series 1 Jada Toys. I'm waiting for Series 2 to show up on Walmart's website. So there's that. Megatron, take us out of the show, please. I've had a change for the better. Yes. <laughs> yes. I wish to speak to my lawyer.